If you've got a little story you need to share, pull up a chair, he'll listen. Despite of the name and despite of the logo, there's definitely no knitting on this show. Called Good Good Yarns. Alright, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Good Yarns. I'm your host, Shad Wicker, and this is your storytelling podcast where each week I get to sit down with a guest who shares an outrageous and often quite funny story from their life. First off, big props to the people who've checked out last week's episode and gotten in touch. Uh, yeah, it is it is pretty wild. Um, my mate Jules and his journey through a Bolivian prison on a strange little tour. If you haven't heard it, please go and check it out. It is last week's episode um, inside a Bolivian prison. Doesn't have his name attached to it in the title because he wanted to try and keep some kind of anonymity. And when you hear the story, you can kind of understand why. It has a little bit of something to do with the end of the episode, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> uh, look, we've got another great guest on the podcast But first off, please give us a follow on our uh, newly made Instagram page At Good Yarns Pod That's where we're going to put up some extra uh, content to do with the episodes You know, introduce you to some of our storytellers And also some footage from our sold out live show that happened a couple of weeks ago I was going to make that the episode this week But I thought, seeing as last week was such a long one We'll just go back to doing a real uh, sweet yarn And I was lucky enough to get our guest uh, this week because they happen to be here in Brisbane, which in Australia is safe. <laughs> For those listening in Melbourne, and I know there's a bunch of you listening, uh, you couldn't have put a mask on while you're up there on your pedestal. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be. Uh, I'm not going to be a dick about it because, to be honest, if we get too high and mighty here in Queensland, once uh, our outbreak happens again, after all, you lot come up here to ride the roller coasters, uh, we're going to be uh, yeah, going to be looking pretty dumb for keeping our borders a little bit open at this point. Um, but you know, wear your mask, do your thing. Uh, this is another great good yarn that you can enjoy. Uh, Sam Bowden is our guest this week, an absolute legend. A good friend of mine and Michelle Azevedo as well, who is another great comic and they happen to be partners. Uh, so you'll hear a little bit of Michelle in this story, but this is all about Sam and young love. I mean, we've all got a crazy story, don't we, of when we've completely stuffed it up trying to, uh, you know, catch the eye of our love where we was in high school. You know, the first time you get a crush, you do some real dumb things. I'm sure you can think of a few now, some stupid little interactions you've had. Those kinds of moments that when you're sitting there in bed and uh, you're about to go to sleep and your brain decides to remind you of something really dumb and embarrassing you did in the past, sometimes it's that kind of interaction with that girl that you had a crush on or that boy that you were interested in. Yeah. So Sam decided to uh, come on the pod and share one of his stories of young love and how he stuffed it up. And uh, Michelle was along for the ride, which, yes, is a bit strange because they are together now. Uh, but a lot of really fun banter in this, a lot of little tangents and side stories. We even kick it off with a very funny side story about uh, the fact that Sam was a very late bloomer when it came to puberty. I don't want to give too much away. This was one of the funnest uh, chats that we had, a lot of real good laughs in there. You'll hear a little bit of dogs barking in the background. I you know, apologise for that. But a great story of young love and, weirdly enough, the United Nations. <laughs> Okay, so this is set in the glory days of my high school years. Okay, and uh, I don't, I don't like have a lot of particularly good high school stories because I just, I just really didn't do much, um, and I was, I was like a super late bloomer. 
like a real, real late bloomer physically to the point where I had to go to the doctor and he had to make sure that I didn't have leukemia. Wow, um, that is late. What, you still didn't have hair on your head? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he had hair on his head. <laughs> oh, hair on the head, fine. But at some point, you need to look down at your ball sack at 17, no hair, and just go, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> I, think this is, I think this is it. Small tangent, small tangent. When I went to the doctor, right? When mm. I went to the doctor, I went to this, uh, I went to this oncologist uh, who specialized in like pediatric oncology and whatever. And I went, he was this very sweet old man. And then he was like, look, I'm going to have to have a look at your balls. So I'm like, okay, classic, yeah. classic old man shit. You know, I was raised Baptist. I know what, I know what the deal is mm. here. Right. And, uh, but he had this chain, he had like this marble chain that looked like a necklace that was a variety of testicular shapes. What he wore it around his neck. No, he pulled it out of his pocket. <laughs> Swear to God, he pulled it out of his pocket. Like a witch doctor. <laughs> yeah, like, like a just Mongol. Said, you walk in and this guy's just like, welcome to hell. <laughs> You've got a necklace made previous, out of balls. <laughs> just previous patients. Oh, yeah, previous <laughs> testicles that he'd had to grab and, and, and touch. I actually molded these from memory. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this this is medicine. This is a bit of a hobby of mine. <laughs> this is art therapy for me. <laughs> But he, but he's, 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 anyway, so we had to do like a comparison side by side where he had to be like, all right, that's this side. And then he matched. I feel like medicine should be further it. along than a bloody before and after picture. Are uh, these your balls? <laughs> <laughs> like a shitty magician. He just looks at your face and pulls up a pair and like looks you in the eyes and goes, hmm, I reckon. <laughs> but yes, yeah, and so he was having to do this side-by-side -side comparison and the one thing I will never forget is the noise he made because it was like he had one hand on my balls, he had one hand on his necklace and I just heard him as he's going through the necklace so it's like clink, 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 grab, grab, clink, grab, clink, grab, clink, grab. <laughs> like he's just doing side-by-side. -side. Like checking if a steak is done. Yeah, yeah, it's like checking if a steak is done and he goes, huh, huh? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's number six. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, pop your trousers back on. And it was just like a real, like he was really, he wasn't looking at anything. He was like using the sixth sense of touch to make sure it's okay. Long story short, I didn't have leukemia, but uh, I had to have a bunch of hormones stabbed into my butt. Right. Um, but but I'm only telling you I'm only going off on that tangent so it paints a picture that when I was in high school for the whole time the whole fucking time I yeah. looked pretty much twelve right okay up until grade twelve where I was starting to vaguely look like I could be an adult I looked twelve so in grade nine I developed this insatiable incredible crush this infatuation on this girl called Christy Lee really quiet, softly spoken Korean girl. She'd just come over. She spoke very little English. Mm -hmm. And she was not stereotypically beautiful, but there was just something about her. And I was really, really drawn to her. And, uh, you know, but I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was 14. I looked 10. I had no flirting techniques. She was the same age? She was the same age. Right. She was the same age. So she would have looked 10 as well. She would have looked, she, she, well, she, you know. Being Korean? Being Korean. They're very young looking. <laughs> she had a fresh face. You know, look, don't get me wrong. I thought that might have helped things. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, but like, uh, you know, if you... We both young. Yeah, you know, like, the, she's Korean. I think a lot of Asian people age very well. Maybe she doesn't mind a prepubescent boy. Maybe she's a pedophile. And, and I'm a type. I don't know. <laughs> you were just like, I've been using the skincare. I've been using your skincare. <laughs> 
my nan, Chinese. I know how it goes. It's all good. <laughs> mi casa, su casa. Come sol me da. You know, the whole shebang. Yeah. And, uh, and she was in my history class. And my, uh, my history teacher was a man, again, not making this up, called Mr. Julius Wenke. Oh, no. Yeah. W-E-N-K-E. W-E-N-K-E. Yep. Julius Wenke. 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 Yeah. Oh, no. Then you just change it. Then yeah. you just tell the yeah. t- kids it's else. You know how your, your mates that are teachers change their last name to their middle name on Facebook? Like, uh, that's yeah, what Wanky should have been doing. Oh, yeah, he totally should Unless he did and his other, like, name was Dick Knob or something. <laughs> like. <laughs> I had a, uh, I had a, my art teacher in grade one in the US was a man named Mr. Enos. Oh, no. No joke. That's dangerous. And he did not. He was like, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm an anus. <laughs> my, father, my father was an anus. I'm I mean, proud to carry the anus family surely name. Surely when they're doing the university degree to be a teacher, they need to like see the name and they go, oh, no, they won't survive. No, the kids are going <laughs> to frack them out. Yeah. You are one syllable away from soap and socks. Yeah, you Just- couldn't even be called duck. I remember we had a teacher whose last name was duck at our school and that couldn't even get around. <laughs> Man, we had we had two Mr. Fords and they'd walk past and they'd still get oh from from can't <laughs> like their kids will reach for anything. <laughs> All right, so Wanky. So Mr. Wanky, and he was lo- he was really nice, but he was like super dry. It was Mr. Wanky, and you were not allowed to make fun of his name. Well, and tough he was, luck, mate. Oh yeah, mate. Yeah. Anyway, so Christy, the only classes I had with Christy were my core classes, so like English and uh, maths at the time, and PE. And history. So history wasn't cool. So we did history as an elective together. And you know when you're like uh, in high school history, they always do like the model UN. I didn't get to do that. You didn't get to do. All right. So we did the. You went to Rome for your school excursion. Can we just cover? Sam. 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 uh, It comes from a a a rich boy. A privileged (laughs) background than you or I. I am not a rich boy. I look. Look. I'm very. I'm very comfortably middle class. You know when you did business and you had your own little startup. He wasn't. (laughs) He wasn't a rich boy. His teachers just felt like they might need to prepare him for the UN. Pathway. Yeah, because they were like, man, this kid's going to do nothing. Let's yeah. give him a job at the UN. <laughs> yeah, that's the low run of the graduates of your school. Yeah, it's like, you know what? You're that's not what the good poor enough kids to, do. You are not good enough to go into politics. You will <laughs> never be that. You're not going to be a governor general. But, you know, you might be able to sit in a hall five times a year and just play footsies with Uganda. <laughs> Why not? But anyway, back to this for class. So I'm trying to figure out how to pick up Christy Lee. I'm trying to figure out how to get on the tune. I'm 14. I'm like, you've got to trick them. You've got to do something. Have they, in this model UN, yeah. is she Korea? Like North, South Korea? No. Okay. This is where it gets kind of weird. Because I got China. Okay. Right? And that's going to become very relevant. Hmm. So I got China. She originally got North Korea. Well, which feels a little bit like a, you know... I mean, it's not the career you wanted. It's not the career you wanted. <laughs> it's just the career you needed right yeah, well, now. Well, I guess. <laughs> but then I think eventually uh, they gave her Afghanistan, and I don't know why. Again, not giving again, her again, the good ones. Again, not killing it. They're like, you don't speak a lot of English. Here's yeah. the most complicated socio-political These situations. These are not handle. in any of the G20. They're not in it. They don't have a vote. They don't have veto. You'd be them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just be one of the ones that sponsor state terrorism. <laughs> just go over there and be one of the ones with the nukes. Um, but why, why, okay so that'll be relevant in a second but I'm desperately trying to figure out how to pick up 
girls when I'm 14 looking like a 10 year old right I'm not having a lot of success right. uh, but my dad at the time had like a men's health subscription for like the last five or six years so he had a huge stack of men's health so I went looking through all the men's health to find all the fucking flirting dating tips I could find fun fact not applicable to 14 year old high school no. students and so they were all really, they were all sort of, some of them are probably fine. Others have dated terribly. <laughs> like some of them were very the game-esque. Like if you're going to compliment her, make sure you say something mean first and shit like that. Right. And The I, negging game. The negging, the fucking negging. Works on girls, not on women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. And we were all boys and girls back then. Mm. But the one that stood out to me the most because I figured it would be the easiest, would be a, a, a men's health dating tip that said, when walking past her, simply touch the small of her back to let her know you're interested. Actually, to be clear, it was when walking with her, right? Because surely they wouldn't have been like, yeah, walk on the past back. a woman and just brush against her like a cat. Well, yeah, all right. But look, probably, but what I took away from it is when you are walking past her, because I was not at some sort of fancy cocktail function, because I, that's right, because I remember the tip before that was order her a drink even if she didn't want one. So it was like an establishing confidence thing. And I'm like, well, we don't have a cocktail bar at school. <laughs> would you like a juice? I, would you... <laughs> How about an iced tea or a slush puppy? <laughs> Just go over and Although, buy... from the sounds of your school, you probably did have a cocktail <laughs> bar. We had a mocktail <laughs> bar, okay? We had a mocktail bar. We predominantly specialised in Cosmopolitans with cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a religious mocktail bar. It's the worst place you can... <laughs> Everything's blood of Christ. I was... <laughs> <laughs> so, I realised that even then, that first tip... That first tip of like, you know, buy or drink. I'm like, I think that's a bit weird, but mm. it's not an issue. You know what I mean? I've never had a martini. I don't want to buy her a martini. I can't buy her a martini anyway. And I'm really horny. So the idea of it being okay to just randomly touch her sounds like a winner, right? right. So I'm like, dope. I'll do the random touchy thing. But the issue is we ran in different social circles and we didn't really know each other because, again, like I said, we might have said three words to each other all up at this point. But you know how you just get random crushes when you're 14? Um, but I knew that we had the model UN lunch coming up in double history. Um, and I was like, that's my chance. That's my chance to touch her on the back and then we'll be together forever. Right. <laughs> so I guess she feels my caress. Yeah. It will just be the best. And we'll be, and we'll, we'll be married off into the sunset and we'll have beautiful little mixed children and, and it'll be, it'll be lovely. So we, we set up the desks because uh, it's double history and it goes into lunch. And so we were going to do the lesson, then we're going to have lunch. So we're allowed to bring food from our country, right? So uh, I brought bao. So I made cha shu bao. Um, Aren't you China? Isn't bao Vietnamese? No, bao is traditionally Chinese, but oh. it was, it's one of those things that it's like it got spread everywhere. The same way that ramen is Japanese, but it's technically from China. So it's okay. like that sort of. All right, we get it. China's got everything. We get it. China's got everything. It's also the best. Have you tried Didi? What about TikTok? <laughs> They've got bow. They've got noodles. They've got your personal information. They have everything. But um, but I made bow because I also really wanted to impress her, and they were good fucking bow. Um, and she made like this. She made like this couscous salad. She like she's of because she's, she's Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. So she made this really nice couscous salad, and we've had the class, and the desks are in a circle. Hmm. And I have been trying really hard to sort of touch her on the back this whole time. 
Uh, and I'm not sure whether it was obvious or not, but in my head, I was like, fuck history. I got to I gotta touch the small of the back. Yeah. And so, like, I'm China to- is coming up the back of Afghanistan. <laughs> Look, it, it, I was China, the small of her back was the Uyghur people, and I'm going to get it. we got a few countries to get through before you can get there. So <laughs> what was like Iran and... Oh, actually, it would be Iraq side, wouldn't it? No, I'll tell you what, I'll be honest with you, my mate Callum was Iran. Ah, so probably so, below. I don't know, I'm not that good at geography. But I literally to had to get past Iran and Russia to yeah, touch Afghanistan's back. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, China's drifting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everyone else at the UN's going. Well, let's keep an eye on China. Well, China's at the got those wandering eyes going on there, <laughs> wandering into some foreign territories. Ooh. And US is just like been there, bro. <laughs> yeah, been there, mate. <laughs> Already been there, cool. mate. <laughs> Russia was giving me the side eye. They were like, "That's my territory, mate. You back off." <laughs> so I couldn't, like, I couldn't get it in class. Like, I could not get it in class at all and then the bell rings uh, so lunch is finished and we have to obviously move on and uh, she gets up to leave but she gets up to leave quickly and so my 14 year old head has just gone oh my god this might be the last chance I have to touch her on the small of the back today Oh no! so she gets up she makes a beeline for the door right and obviously because you know either she wants to get out or I have been weirding her out the whole lesson so yeah so during the UN yep. this this model UN that's going on I'm assuming there's inter there's conversation between countries they're doing yes. mock scenarios because you you rich little private school kids are yes getting the experience of life a hundred percent so um, like you're doing that one meanwhile at my school they're like so this is how you defend yourself uh, from a DUI <laughs> so, um, we do mock civil court that's what we do (laughs) (laughs) so so there's conversations going did you guys interact at all during that yes so from memory what we had to do is we get up and we needed to give a speech on our country's foreign policy oh jeez China would have been fun China was ours is uh, fuck all of you (laughs) mine got censored a lot (laughs) which I I think pointed out the hypocrisy of and Mr. Wanky didn't approve (laughs) Um, but then what's funny is the reason I got China was because my assignment earlier in the year was on Iraq and I I did no research and so I got a C- minus for claiming that Osama bin Laden was the Prime Minister of Iraq. Oh, no. <laughs> well, and most of the US would think that. Yes, I know. I was like, I bought into all the propaganda. Yeah. Um, so, and then they met there. They said, oh, well, you stuffed up Iraq, now you're China? Yeah, it was something Aren't you, like Don't that. you have, like, some heritage links to Asia? Yeah, yeah. Family's Chinese on my mum's yeah, side. Yeah, so why didn't they? They just didn't want to say that. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, I was like... Pretty sure I saw his mum uh, pick him up from school the other day. <laughs> Looks a bit Chinese. <laughs> so your interaction during the UN... Was actually very limited. Okay. So a lot of my interaction had to do with Russia because we boarded on each other, blah, 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 blah. blah. Yep. Um, and so that's that's so there wasn't a lot of interaction. And because it was lunch and because it was a seated UN, we didn't have a lot of moving around walking time, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, fine, whatever. Um, but I was like, right... This is my last opportunity uh, when we stand up. And I had a game plan and everything. I was like, right, I'll get it when we stand up and I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll touch the back. I'll get it. And then we shall, then she shall be mine. Um, and so she gets up really quickly, takes a Tupperware container of couscous, and makes a beeline for the door. And I'm like, now's the chance. Got to do it now. Grab my bow, run out. I have to sort of dodge my mate Callum. And I, I sort of get round and I go to it, but I'm way too eager. So I trip. And I push her into the partition door. 
Like I get the so you've small. You've already got your arm out. There. I've got my arm out. I've got everything. You're I'm... going for more of a rugby league palm. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> into the back. Into I the took lower it, back. I took it really literally. Touch the small of the back. Okay, sweet. Gonna touch it. <laughs> but because I tripped, the force of that trip and my arm being, my hand being so open, I push her directly in the door. So it goes. She she hits the door with the couscous. <laughs> I hit her in the back. The couscous goes everywhere. <laughs> There's an unsolicited attack from China on Afghanistan. Complete. And I think Mr. Wanky said something like that. (laughs) Because I remember the brief moment after she fell down when no one really gasped. You know when someone falls down, everyone goes, oh my goodness, what? Yeah. No one really gasped because everyone was just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? What what did you... Why did you So you were running... No, 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 no. So, okay, so, so I had to avoid... So you need to remember that where the door... Okay, so the desks are in a circle. So we yes. had to go around past the desk. Yeah. She was pretty close to the door. And then I had to go around past my mate Callum who was standing up. So I wasn't about to make it in time. So to everyone else sitting at the round table <laughs> who can see everyone, what they've seen is... Her get up and go to quickly move to the door. Yes. You get up almost immediately later. And I'm yeah. assuming they're like, no, oh, the creepy looks too young guy has been staring <laughs> at her for ages. Watch you zigzag between some people to get closer to her. And yeah. then essentially shove her Just into a door. Push her into the door. <laughs> Just push her square into the door. And the rest of the UN is like, oh my oh God. Oh my golly gee. <laughs> And I remember Mr. Wanky just looking so confused. Just like, what? Help her up. Well, just... <laughs> and so he did, because I'm like, I'm so sorry. Well, that's more touching. It's more, it is more touching. But she was looking at me with this face, just being like, what? Why did you assault me and then help me up? <laughs> Fucking, do you have Munchausen's? What are you doing? And anyway, so I ended up helping her up and, uh, and, and whatnot. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I, I, I tripped and... Because she, cause she couldn't speak a lot of English at the time, uh, comparatively. Like, obviously, you know, she's 14. She just moved here. Her English is fine. Yeah. But you're looking at, like, the chaos of her high school and, like, whatnot. So, as far as we were concerned, her English wasn't also great. Also a generally quiet people. Generally quiet people. Um, and so I had to pick her up. And then that is the most words I ever said to her. Ooh. Was the back and forth of I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm so sorry. Blah 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 blah. I didn't mean to. I tripped. And she's like, No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's okay because I think she was so confused. I didn't really speak to her for another two years. Oh, until until the next UN assembly got together, and then sort of, <laughs> sort of until post formal. Oh, where I got shit faced for the first time. Right. And so I got to post formal. I bring my fucking classic six pack of Coronas. Uh, right? Were you representing Mexico this I time I was around? at this point, yes. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd moved on to this Southern American plateau. Yeah. They were like, look, he really he butchered Iraq. He really <laughs> stuffed up China. <laughs> Let's give him Iraq. Mexico. <laughs> Let's give him Mexico. <laughs> and you know what? Even then I just said it was from South America. <laughs> so we're post formal, right? And I, I, got, I got hammered. And by then, I at least had, I, I at least had some semblance of manhood, physically. I mean, not by not by now. Now your shove could really cause an injury. Now my shove. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I tried to caress the small of someone's back, I might, yeah. you know, I might be. If the doctor was around, he's like, "Well, oh, he's now an eight. I would be. I would be a few <laughs> testicles down the. T- <laughs> (laughs) 
So I remember eventually making it to Christy Lee. And I remember distinctly being hammered and still going, I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable because I have in the past. Mm. So I'm not going to ask her to make out with me. Instead, what I'll do is I will tell her how I felt about her. <laughs> Would have been better off doing nine. the other one, bro. Would have been better off doing Would've the other been one. Way better off. But shorter at least. Yeah. <laughs> and less talked about to this day. Yeah. <laughs> However, instead of saying something along the lines of like, Christy, uh, I know you're really quiet and I know we don't talk much, but I need you to know that I think you have a certain uh, enigmatic persona that I find incredibly Jeez, you did go to a private beautiful. school. Beautiful. I am a real wordsmith. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to hide what I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a craft beer personified. I know, <laughs> I know what I am. It's a good job for you, titling craft beers. <laughs> um, so I didn't tell her that. I didn't, I didn't say any lovely words. I just said, uh, I thought you were really hot, but everyone else thought you were weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> just... Well, that's the first tip you read in that Men's Health magazine. I know, I know. Compliment, then, compliment and, and then make her feel like shit. <laughs> I just can't wait for the, uh, the like our 10-year our anniversary or whatever. And we come back and I'm just going to, every anniversary, I'm going to hit her with another apology. <laughs> I thought you meant you were just going to hit her. <laughs> hit her into another pair of doors. In. Remember that, huh? Can I, I'm just going to push you into a door every time I see you from here on out. <laughs> it's because I like you. 